He's over though. It's a try to the Rams. Chasing the outside and says, I'll take five. Rams lead it before the break. We've got numbers on the outside. Here's a chance for Evan D'Souza. The zip zip man. Evan D'Souza in the corner. They strike back the Rams. Brad Isles inside the 22. Is it the opening try? Yes, it is. Rams play from in front. That's more like the Rams we've come to see. It certainly is. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Welcome to Wire Lane. Welcome to Running Rugby Round 5. Mike Sheen with you on MacArthur Sports Radio. Just getting ready for our uh, match this afternoon between Camden and Barrel. I welcome back to the microphone my regular co-commentator, Gregor McKenzie. Welcome back. Well, thank you, Mike. And it's an absolute pleasure to be here this afternoon on this extremely... Nice autumnal day. Oh, isn't it a cracker of a day, Gregor? And I was down here a little early and I was uh, just making comment to a couple of people, and we do it on a regular basis, but the uh, the pitch is looking oh. as good as I've ever seen it. Yes, it, it was uh, equally high standard last week and this week's no different. The ground in A1 condition, as you'd expect. And uh, the Rams, looking at the team list for today, they take on Barrel on... Uh, Back to Camden Day, Old Boys Day, we'll call, call it what you like. Uh, a massive crowd here, and uh, the team on paper at least pretty well full strength, I think. Yeah, I was having a bit of a look at that myself, and uh, yeah, it's, um, it's pretty close. Yeah, I, I think the addition of uh, Brady Miller back to number two uh, and Josh Fee going back to the flank, that's a, that's a good addition for the, for the Rams this yeah, afternoon. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And, uh, Mike, you're more across these things than myself. Uh, where are barrels sitting on the table at the moment? Uh, they're not there. Uh, I did have a look at that this morning. I've been uh, busy with other commitments this morning. My apologies for putting you on the spot That's all there, right. Mate. I can, uh, if you give me 30 seconds, I can bring that up and give you that information. I know they, they are, uh, actually, I think they're having a pretty good season this year. They were beaten last week from memory. Uh, yes, they went down to Winuna, uh, Shamrocks 28-16. Uh, Barrel are sitting fifth on the ladder. Uh, and they Camden. will uh, certainly be keen for a win today. Yes, they certainly will. And the Rams looking to post their first victory of the season, their first points no less of the season. Now, of course, uh, this weekend, a special weekend uh, for many annual Anzac weekend and Anzac Day tomorrow. I know the club will be uh, marking the occasion later this afternoon or shortly with a, a pre-match uh, ceremony here at Wire Lane, but uh, always a, a special weekend, a special day. Yeah, for sure, Mike, and uh, we still have the, uh, the COVID restrictions affecting uh, a number of parades around the... Uh, around the country. I know the, uh, the one that normally takes place in Camden has been changed. Um, the, the, my understanding is that they're not actually marching the main street, but they'll be heading uh, down Mitchell onto Onslow. Okay. And then uh, onto there to the um, opposite, the RSL club for the, uh, for the service. Yes. And that, uh, I understand, was a ticketed event. You actually okay. had to, um, not charged, of course, but no, you had no. to... Uh, to register, to yes. actually go and do that. So, As is um, the case these days with uh, just about everything that we 
We do. We have to register and uh, check in. Absolutely. I, uh, I do recall uh, last year standing out in the driveway with absolutely no marches taking place. And, uh, yes. A bit of personal trivia. That was the first Anzac Day march that I had missed in 52 years. Really? So you're a, a regular attendee of the, the marches? Yeah, well, my father, he was a Second World War veteran, 210th Transport Unit, and uh, from, the, from the day I was born, I was dragged along to the, uh, to the Anzac Day marches in Sydney. Yes. And also continued to march in his place after he passed away. Yes, I, I can relate to that, being the son of a Vietnam veteran and uh, having two grandfathers who served and an uncle in the Defence Force, so... Uh, yeah. Yes, shared a similar upbringing. Uh, we didn't march as often as we would have liked, but uh, due to my father's work commitments, he was unable to work on, uh, un unable to march on, on Anzac Day most years. But uh, yeah, certainly made a point of watching the march every year from the city, and, uh, and then we'd get into our, our line of work. But uh, yes, made a habit of that every year. So. Uh, always. I fondly recall heading off to the uh, South Sydney game uh, after the march. Heading off to the South Sydney game after the march. Yep. With my mother, whilst my father joined his, uh, his unit. Yes. In some, uh, I guess, some... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, well, well, well we, we all know what happens on Anzac Day afternoon. That's exactly we, right. We all know what happens. Yes, yes. I do recall him um, picking him up one time, and then a couple of weeks later, my mother uh, taking his jacket for dry cleaning, <laughs> and uh, she said to my father, um, <laughs> "What's going Reg, on?" Um, I found a bit of money in your uh, jacket pocket. Oh, yeah. um, What's going on? And. Uh, and he said, oh, you can have that. <laughs> and she said, are you sure? Yeah, yeah. And he said, yeah, yeah, yeah. He'd been playing two up and apparently he'd had a had pretty quite good, a good afternoon. <laughs> so mum quickly pocketed the $500. <laughs> <laughs> and then said about buying something special for herself. Something significant, yes. She, she. <laughs> and of yes. course, we've had uh, second grade conclude yes. um, so far today. Yes, and uh, a victory to the Rams. I think it was... 12-10, did I see? Uh, I think, yes, 12-10. four-day um, financial scoreboard. Toughed it out, too. They, yes. uh, they didn't get in front till uh, about 10 minutes before full-time. Yeah, they did it tough. And I must say the uh, boys uh, really enjoyed singing the song after yes. the game. It was certainly uh, full, full of, of power, you full, might say. Full of gusto. Indeed. So, yes, uh, looking forward to this one this afternoon. I'm sure uh, everybody's got a tale to tell on this weekend. And uh, I think the tails will get bigger and bigger <laughs> and as the longer. evening goes on. Yes, no doubt. Now, I did hear on the grapevine, and, and the assassin did point it out to me. Mind you, f before we go further, I need to address this jersey that the assassin is wearing today. Now, it, you I, mean I, his, his famous number 10 jumper? Well, I, I'm more concerned. I was led to believe that the assassin was part of the forward pack over the years. I think that's he, where he He's is. come up wearing a 10 jersey today. Now, yeah. it definitely looks like a Rams jersey, so we can't be confusing it with some other no, no. code where you may wear a higher number. No, I think the uh, the story behind that is he uh, beat up a back after the game, oh, right. stole his jersey, and, uh, right. and, and that's, that's the end of it. No, he certainly did spend most of his time in the, uh, in the forwards. 
Never, uh, never graced the front row, I don't believe, but he was certainly part of a second row, but spent a lot of time in the loose forwards as well. Yeah, well, that's, that's, what he, that's how I sort of understood it. But I, I saw him today adorning the black and gold with a, a 10 on his back, and I, I did question that as, uh, upon my arrival that uh, surely that couldn't be his number 10. Well, I'm not sure. We'll, we'll have to clarify. No, he's... he's yeah, no, I, think, I, I think the story I about him beating up so. the back after the game was the... Um, was probably the correct one there. Yeah, I was going to say, we're certainly getting in the mood for Anzac Day with some tall tales. Uh, yeah, so I, I did find that rather rather amusing that he, he turned up today in, a, in an outside backs jumper, and I thought, surely not. He'd be disowned from the family, would he not? He could well. <laughs> he could well be. Because I'm not sure that any Lagood ever played no, in the back. Well, that's what I'm thinking. I, yeah. I, I'd be betting uh, short odds that all all Lagoods played in the forward pack, surely. Very interesting, too, his uh, his father, Angus Lagood, mm. who is um, is also a... Talk about um, being barred from the family. He's a life member of Camden Rugby. Yes. And uh, he's chosen today, rather than to turn up to, uh, to back to Camden Day. Yes, yes. He's gone off to um, a, um, a art gallery. An art gallery. An art gallery. Now you're Bell a man of the fine arts. For an exhibition down there. Right. Right. So uh, yeah, he'll no doubt be making a purchase or two. <laughs> he does enjoy Look his good art. fine arts. Yes. 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 Yeah. Did you did you uh, give him any advice or consultancy on? Uh, on purchases to be made? Oh, I know where his taste is, mate, and uh, there's, there's no point <laughs> in me making any suggestions to uh, Angus the Good. You're right. Yes. That would be a, a concern. But I, I know you are a purveyor of the fine arts, so I thought oh, you might absolutely. be able to... Yeah, yeah, we all recall that famous night at the ballet. Well, it's... it's uh, <laughs> look, I, I'm not ashamed to say, once upon a time, I probably uh, I would have kept it quiet, but... Um, <laughs> I'm a regular attendee of the ballet. Yes. Saw Giselle recently. Oh, very good. At, uh, at the Opera House. No, I do like... Uh, I'm not, my wife is an absolute ballet nut, but... Uh, oh, okay. I'm more, I'm more theatre. Oh, very good. So, uh, yeah. I, 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 somehow I could see you in, uh, in the dress circle at Her Majesty's or, or somewhere like that. Yes, indeed. I've, um, I actually have a membership there. I, I am not surprised by that in the least somehow. I don't know why, but somehow that doesn't surprise me at all. Uh, we are a few minutes away from kickoff, the advertised kickoff time. As I said, we are expecting a small uh, service to commemorate Anzac Day this afternoon. Uh, uh, Barrel with a, a fairly strong side, it has to be said, this afternoon. Uh, Clancy Donnan at hooker, Thomas Keft and Lockie Huntington, the halves, and uh, country rep Henry Yule on the wing. Yeah, he's a, um, he's a bit of a speed machine, that lad. Mm. He's, uh, he's got a bit of toe and he's very hard to stop when he gets a, gets a run on. Mm. We see the barrel boys now uh, forming the guard of honour. Moving towards the field. Yes. And they are indeed looking in very good shape. Yes, and I can see... Uh, now, that's right. I'd be remiss of us not to mention it. Half-time in the main game this afternoon. There will be some uh, half-time entertainment on field. 
with the uh, the Rams of the future. I believe the under eights. Under eights. Uh, I believe it's the eights. Uh, having a run at half time. And uh, the highlight of the day, dare I say, is actually not our match, but the game afterwards. It is indeed. This is, uh, I think it might be the first time we've ever had uh, third grade as the, uh, as the main mm. main event. And, of course, it's going to be played uh, primarily under lights because yes. it'll be starting after first grade. So uh, <coughs> that'll be a good one for the boys. Yes. Always, uh, always nice to have a game under lights. Yes. Did you have many in your illustrious career? I had a few, but I certainly was not a fan of them. Um, oh, okay. My eyesight oh, okay. tends to... Uh, well, it's not the best at... Uh, the best at of the times. Best of times, but uh, particularly under lights. <laughs> under lights, it, it diminishes even it, further. It does, and um, yeah, that, uh, that truly came to the fore when I started playing softball and baseball and uh, had <laughs> yes, a few I night can games imagine. and... A couple of blokes I was playing on first base and I absolutely missed a couple. Stone cold, just complete <laughs> did, did misses. Not did it. not get a glove to him and coach came out and said, What are you doing? Can you actually see? And I had to fess up and say, uh, look, no. No. <laughs> no, I can't. Coach, sorry. So it was, uh, it was, okay, well, we might take you off for this might, one. Might move you to uh, somewhere else. Yeah, like, well, they did. Yes. The dugout. Yeah, the back of the dugout. <laughs> yes. I'm sure you've done some of your best work in the back of the dugout. Oh, my word, yes. <laughs> yes. I can only imagine the stories. Still playing nowadays. Yes. It's, uh, it's probably my favourite spot. Yes, <laughs> no doubt. We have a, uh, a very nice mix down at uh, Harrington Park, Scorpions, of the, uh, the oldies and the new up-and-coming <laughs> lads. Right. I was looking across in the outfield a couple of games back and uh, I tallied the, uh, the age of our outfield mm. at 167 years. Oh, is that all? Mm. A sprightly 167, yeah. I dare say. So that's the, the outfield uh, only contains three players. So, yes. Um, yeah. But then we have some uh, rather excellent 16 and 17-year-olds. Uh, oh, okay. uh, a couple of them that are actually currently uh, playing in the Australian side. Oh, very good. And another couple that uh, have also represented New South Wales. So. Oh, excellent. Well, while we're doing the shout-outs, I'll give an honourable mention to the, uh, the Oran Park Intermediate Division 4 netball side. Had there their first run of the year today. Uh, unfortunately, not the result they were hoping for. Uh, going down 19-16 to Ben Kenny. That is a close one, though. Yes, it was. We actually thought it was a little bit... Uh, uh, the scoreline was a little bit larger than uh, what it actually was. Now... I believe we are heading onto the field for an Anzac Day uh, service. Barrel have taken to the field. We'll go through their side, go through both teams after the uh, formalities conclude. And uh, I see that the uh, Barrel players have got their juniors out there. Yes. One of the uh, one of the more creative names for a uh, for a junior side in rugby. They do, are, do I dare ask? They are known as the Small Blacks. <laughs> what else could they be? What else could they be? We will be at uh, full capacity here in the commentary box this afternoon. Our third member of the trio has joined us. We'll get to him in a moment as we just wait for the Camden Rams to make their appearance onto Wire Lane on a gorgeous Saturday afternoon, it has to be said. Temperature in the low 20s and absolutely ideal conditions. 
Well, one might say a little bit warm for the heavier blokes, particularly yes. with no breeze. As we see the Rams making their way onto the field, led out by captain number eight, Tim, Tim Windle. We'll go through the teams after the uh, commemorations and the service in a moment. So we'll, uh, we'll hand it over to the, the public address now for the Anzac commemorations. They shall not grow old as we are left grow old. Age shall not weary them nor the years condemn. At the going down of the sun and in the morning, we will remember them. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Go Rivers! Forget. Special welcome to all our, our return servicemen and women shooting in this afternoon. Enjoy your day tomorrow. We've got a game of rugby to focus on. It's the Rams and the Blacks. Let's go through the teams now for the Barrel Blacks, their side. Alex Debs will be the fullback. The centres are Fitz, Sage and Matt Gleeson. Henry Yule on one wing. Lockie Huntington will be the number 10. Thomas Keft the 9. Tim Lewis will play at 8. Jack Parsons on the flank. The second row is 
Max Jenkins and Michael Bark in the front row, Andrew Angelella and Clancy Donnan is the hooker for the Camden Rams. Tyler Aitken at fullback, we are underway for running rugby. Tyler Aitken, the fullback, Grant Isles and the flying teacher in Hinton on the wings. James Umu and Fred Afiaki are in the centres. Dane Kelly at number 10 and Shane Neasy is our scrum half. Number eight is Tim Windle, the skipper. The flankers are Josh Fee back in his traditional position and Jeremy Watson. Ben, ben Liney and Josh Thelma were the second rowers. Up front, Carter Tuck, Brady Miller at hooker and the goal-kicking front rower, Kieran McCourt. There are our lineups for today. Our third member of the team has joined us up here in Maxie Wakeford. Maxie, good afternoon. Welcome, a special day. Good afternoon, Mike. Good afternoon, Gregor. Thanks very much for having me again. It is a very special day, Anzac weekend, and um, also back to Camden Day here today, and um, an appropriate crowd with an appropriate number of old players. Fantastic yes. to be here. Great to see. Crowd, and I think it's still building. Yeah, it certainly sounds like it's uh, it's growing. Now, I was going to mention pre-game, Gregor. There is, uh, I believe, some entertainment here tonight at Wire Lane. It has been mentioned in social media. <laughs> around the traps uh, yeah. during the week. There is indeed some entertainment. I might uh, take a moment to chat about that yeah. in, a, uh, in a bit. Yeah, we have the opening scrum of the day. Shane Neasy to work it. Midway 22, 10 metre line, barrel into the ground, defending the Razorback. Well, southern end of the ground. Here's Dane Kelly's in form. That was a massive clearing kick from inside his 22, and it ended up inside the barrel 22. Canada's defence forced the knock on from barrel. Easy works the scrum. Kelly. Sit out wide. That looks like Umu. All of Black greets the Rams. Josh Fee back at flanker this afternoon. A good change to see Brady Miller back in the starting side and Fee back on the side of the scrum. Here is Brady Miller taking it forward to the Blacks' defence. Yeah, that will and be for penalty. not rolling away or not releasing. Barrel all over that ball then and absolutely deserved to be penalised. And the Rams decide they'll take the first shot at points this afternoon. Penalty goal attempt from about 30 metres out, just to the left of centre. Now... This entertainment this afternoon, Mr. McKenzie, you seem to know more about it than most of us. Well, it's a uh, it's a little trio mm -hmm. by the name of Zucchini Soup. Right. Uh, two members of the trio have been playing together uh, in a uh, in another band for quite some time. Right. But uh, yes, it uh, includes a uh, an incredibly talented young guitarist by the name of Aaron McCoy, a um, a young lady by the name of Paula Bonacorso. Ah, there's a familiar name on Back to Cam today. It is indeed, on vocals and uh, rhythm, and uh, yours truly playing a bit of bass and percussion. Okay, well, I, I was going to say that uh, I, I am not a member of this uh, band. I, I have been known to belt out the carpool karaoke, but that's about where it ends. Maybe you can get up and do a song with us <laughs> yeah, later there. Yeah, no, in the sake of uh, public safety, as Dane Kelly converts the penalty... It's 3-0 Camden full of good services after three and a half minutes. Uh, in the sake of public uh, safety and all that, uh, it'd be better if I didn't. 
Well, fair enough. We'll leave it to Paula. She's uh, yeah, so got the I'm, voice of a bird. So if anyone is looking at um, sticking around, I think we're kicking off straight after third grade. And we'll to be we'll, what, about, uh, play about, for about two or three hours. About 6.30 or thereabouts? Around, around about 6 o'clock, I think. 6 o'clock, okay. So 3-0 full of good services. Four minutes gone. An early penalty to Dane Kelly. Puts the home side in front. And my question there is, uh, where's Kieran McCord? Is he not on the field? Well, he was named at starting... Well, I'm just wondering why Dane Kelly's kicking the ball. That's a very good question. Certainly wasn't the uh, the number three lighting up the shot at goal, that's for sure. Yeah. Kieran's there. I think they've told him to focus on other areas of his play this week. Ah, there you go. What are you suggesting? Oh, I'm suggesting maybe a bit of lifting in the line out, and he did a very good job scrummaging against the big pack last week. But he did. Uh, mind um, you, the, this barrel pack I'll defer to my my learned colleagues on a, on my left and right. This is not a small pack in the uh, in the black jersey with the tulip this afternoon. No, it's very good pack there too. We've got Mike, Mark Minter playing today for Barrel. Mark um, was part of the 2013 first grade team uh, championship team for Camden. Former country rep representative. And uh, as we mentioned earlier, Henry Yule, the flyer on the wing. Good oh, throw to the nice front of the line, line out. Ball. Kelly at first receiver turns it inside. And penalty to Barrel for obstruction. So clean line out ball, but uh, the error goes against the home side. Line out looks much better already. Mm, and we were talking last week, Maxi. Brady Miller at number two and feet of seven uh, adds a lot of strength to this Rams outfit. It does a little bit more weight in the front row and a much more balanced uh, line out, um, much more balanced back row. We've got two fetches there now, Timmy Wendell at number eight and um, Twisty at number six, so quite well a balanced team. And the throwing cap capabilities of Brady Miller into, yeah, the, into right. the line out. Maybe Gleeso just couldn't do enough training with Josh over the next week to improve it, unfortunately. It was certainly an area of the game where they needed to uh, to pick it up. So Lockie Huntington, rangy number 10 from about 43 metres on a slight angle. Virtually no breeze to speak of here at Wire Lane. Struck it all right, he's got it. Yeah, I think Camden are really going to have to watch it this week with uh, Lockie there at number 10. Uh, Vikings were telling me last week he kicked one from 57 the week before against Vikings. Right. Is that an accurate statistic or like 64.3 they're all made up on the spot? Well, it was from a former third grade front rower, so... <laughs> okay, highly questionable. Yeah. Okay, three all full of good services after seven trading penalties early on. And Kelly back on halfway, gives the signal and puts the right Peter Slipper through it. Early contest here, the Rams certainly up for it on back to Camden Day. Great crowd here at Wire Lane, long ball out wide, no. It's a bit forward. unsighted there, Mike, but I, I, yeah. I, there wasn't much in that, though, was there? No. It was indeed a long pass. Yeah, it was a long ball. We were in a, a poor position to judge on that, but uh, referee in uh, in line with that and called it straight away, travelling forwards. So 
who uh, counted performing well against this very strong barrel pack in the uh, first scrum, more than held their own. Let's see yes. if they, uh, now, they can repeat that effort. I'll defer to the back rower here. The, the work here of the near side flanker. Um, yeah, I, I don't think you can coach those type of thoughts, Mike. Now, that's obviously a set, that's the second time they've done it. It's obviously a set move of, of some description. They win the scrum, but I, I, I'm intrigued to see why they would be doing that. As we see the flying school teacher Ian Hinton down the eastern touchline, but he can't start inside the chalk. Starting right, right where he left off, the former yes. Warren Puma. That's right. Yeah, so that it certainly is an interesting technique from the uh, open side breakaway there. I'm, yes. You know, if it's uh, got a specific name, that. Uh, <laughs> That move, I, I, I dare say not, but... Uh. Well, it was an interesting twist, and Jeremy Watson playing number six on that side, his nickname is Twisty. Is, yeah, is that so. something you, you would have taught him in years oh, gone by, Maxie? Oh, I want nothing to do with that at all. <laughs> Can't disown yourself fast enough from it. No. As we see the flying, the flying teacher Ian Hinton through the hands across to Grand Isles on the western side of Wire Lane over the halfway... Aitken, little Good chip option. over the top. Umu flying through. Oh, it's been knocked on by Barrel to the home fans' delights. Umu celebrates with Neezy. And Aitken, that was a nice little move down the short side. Nice little short side play there to uh, force the error from Alex Debs. Uh, was unable to be here for last week's game. However, um, since the last time I saw the Rams play, they seem to have picked it up a notch. Yeah, well, last week certainly uh, they were in the game for large portions, Maxie, but just couldn't quite couldn't quite seal the deal. No, they couldn't. They just look a little bit more polished today. Line out, scrum, uh, back line look organised. Yeah, they're um, shifting the ball nicely. Even from broken play, players are getting back in position, looking for the pass. Easy. Works the scrum. Holds nicely. Kelly. Afiaki. Umu on the wraparound. Long ball out wide. Aitken in from fullback. Here's the flying teacher Ian Hinton down the eastern touchline. Inside the 22. Plays it back. Seven metres out. Hands everywhere. Penalty advantage to Camden. Inside the five. There's the whistle. Yeah, they could do a lot worse than uh, get that ball out to Hinton. Yes. He's making big metres every time he touches it there, and he's hard to stop. Giving the barrel outside backs a lesson in the early stages here at Wire Lane. 11 minutes gone, three all full of good services. Cannon taking the kick to touch and opting for the line out. You would imagine barrel would not contest. imagine they wouldn't uh, contest the line out and wait for the, the ruck. Not sure if the audience can hear that, but there's uh, members of the Canada Rugby Committee are turning it on in the background there. Looks <laughs> like there could be a bit of a blue happening shortly. Oh, okay. Might need to take evasive action. Now, uh, I'll get to a point in a moment. Advancing our coverage here at Wire Lane this afternoon. Barrel through Hun Huntington. Please... Finds touch up towards the 10 metre line. Beyond by about three metres. 
Uh, now, for those watching and listening in Australia, you can text us this afternoon. The SMS line 0490 403 933. We'd love to hear from you. Let us know where you're tuning in, what, what you think of the coverage, uh, what you think of the game. You can text us 0490 403 933. It's the SMS line this afternoon and right through the season here on MSR. Sounds like a few of the natives are, uh, are coming in to say hello. That's Grant Isles down the near touchline. Pops oh, it over the kick. top. Can he get the bounce? Oh, he's just missed. Fractions in it. It's back to the 22. But boy, oh boy, the Rams are on this afternoon. I really like seeing this back line, finding, mm. seeing some space and backing themselves. We've seen it from Isles, Tyler, Hinton. Using their outside edges too. Mm. And Umu and Afiaki running some nice lines outside uh, Kelly at 10. Huntington with a hook that doesn't find the, that and that's what finds you call the line an on the full. Absolute shocker. That'll oh, be that a Camden scrum. Right on the 22. Centre fields. Prime opportunity. 13 minutes down. A level at three, but uh, Territory, I'm struggling to think of an entry inside the 22 for Barrel in the opening 13 minutes. No, there's um, certainly been going Camden's way, Touchwood. And maybe one entry inside Camden's half? Yes, which resulted in a penalty that was kicked from long range. I'll tell you what I have been um, very impressed with is the body height of both teams in these scrums. They are, um, it is exceptional for this level of football. Well, you are the scrum doctor with over 200 first-grade games in the black and gold. Aitken, Isles, takes on his opposite and goes over the sideline. Don't mind this attacking option from the Rams, really. Oh, look. There's a winger firing up. <laughs> okay, something's not right in the world. Always a bad decision. Yeah, uh, yeah. Never a good option when the wingers chime in and uh, get excited. Look, it didn't work out from then, but we've had Tyler Aiken involved in almost every backline play so yeah. far. I think that's much better than last week. Yeah. And, uh, looks like the two captains, uh, certainly Tim Windle from Camden and uh, Jack Parsons from the Blacks. Just getting a caution there from the uh, referee, and we'll have the scrum. In fact, we'll have the line out. About 10 metres out. Western side in front of the barrel dugout. Throw to the back, easily taken by the skipper in Parsons. A barrel trying to dance their way forward. Good defence on Tim Lewis. In fact, that was Keft. Number nine going for a run. Over 22. Now it's Lewis sitting it back. Balls yeah. on the deck. Penalty. Not entitled to do that. That was a pretty clear decision for our head tradie this afternoon. You can't attack the halfback these days. I think Jeremy Thrush got sent the sin bin last night for doing the same thing for the Western I, I, Force against I, the Reds. I didn't see that, but... Uh, uh, fantastic game of rugby for anyone who stayed up. Um, okay. Force winning late on the bell. Might uh, tune into the match tonight. I'm not sure who's... I should have a look and see who's... On this afternoon, or on tonight, in terms of Super Rugby, 
A solid defence there. Mind you, for the sky, blue, the, uh, the sky blue of New South Wales, it's a season to forget. Good counter-ruck there from Miller. Chip over the top. Fielded nicely by Fee back in his traditional seven jersey up to the halfway line. Go around the grounds while we have an opportunity. Penalty to the Rams not releasing. Vikings with an early try over Kayama 5-0. Quinns and Uni at, at Harlequin Park 5-all. Avondale with an early try over Tektars. They lead it 7-0. No score. Shoalhaven and Shamrocks down in South this afternoon. Tonight, of course, the, the Rebels and the Waratahs at Parramatta. Mike, uh, I hesitate to say this. Oh and, uh, I, I get nervous whenever you say that. It's not something you're going to hear me say very often, but, but. Uh, I'm quite impressed with this referee. Yeah, well, I need to sit down. I know a few of the locals are getting a bit concerned as well, and rightly so. What's going on here? I'm sure I'll change my mind shortly. <laughs> oh, give it five minutes. It's not Melbourne, but uh, give it five minutes. Is is uh, Carter Fryer Tuck Camden with the advantage here, I believe, unless he's put his arm away, but he did have it out. Kelly, twenty-two in front of him, and yeah, he's uh, come back. Yeah, advantage for a knock-on. So it'll be a Camden scrum feed. Way twenty-two ten metre line now. Uh, Maxi, you're all over the socials this afternoon. Uh, what's happening there? Not a lot of reports so far, Mike, though okay. uh, we did have Chris Choppy Hill chime in and say good day. so hello to Choppy. Not sure if you're up North Queensland or uh, Northern Territory these he's days. In, he's in, actually in the Kimberleys. I was going to say, Kimberleys. he's in we the Kimberleys. Yep, recently. So unless uh, our friend from Abu Dhabi joins in, he may be our most distant listener for today's game. Fantastic to have him back on and uh, very appropriate on Anzac Day. Always a big supporter at of Anzac Day in Camden, Chobby. Mm, of course, his uh, father, a returned serviceman from Vietnam. Yes. Very fine gentleman. Oh, good pick-up. Dane Kelly, Umu with the Harbour Bridge ball. Isles had to take it on the hop and they were waiting for him. Oh, he's done well to stay in there. Aitken flicks it back for Watson. Doctor takes it forward. That's around the bootlaces and that's gone forward. Not the best offload. Good run, but not the best offload. And here it comes from the home side. A short of the 10. It's the first time I've seen James Umu play. I'm not sure if you've seen him this year, Mike or Gregor. I believe he was, uh, he was in a few games back. Yes. Certainly gives some presence to that back line. He does indeed. I think he, he, he's got the uh, capacity to keep the, the defending back line second-guessing, particularly when we've been shifting the ball so well. Yeah, I agree. Yep. Huntington from the scrum win. Offloads. Midway I'll get away from that. Midway between the 10 and the halfway. There's the main stripe in front of them. Keft, risky ball for Donnan. Did well to take it, the number two. Popped it back on the inside. That's Lewis. Sloppy ball out the back. Penalty advantage, Barrel. 
High ball there for Bark. Sage. Former 13 aside man, now in the 15s. Still advantage. He can drive. That's the 22 metre line. Midway through first half, three all the score. A tight one here at Wire Lane. Huntington takes on the line. Side on the 22. Clean out coming from Camden. Penalty advantage to the visitors. Not doing themselves any favour to Sage. Camden. Runs a decoy. Short ball for Angulella. Heft. And there's the penalty. Now sheet that's three apiece. Assistant referee coming in to uh, to report. I think he's got uh, two fingers up. Hi to Peter Eisman out there, and also Eunice Miller is back here from the goal guys. Get a Eunice and maybe Grant as well. Great to have Brady back today. We also saw your future daughter-in-law out there supporting today. Um, congratulations on the news. And of course, we've uh, got a long-lost player from uh, Canada Rugby who's uh, moved down to Kiama, and now he's a bit of a uh, one of those hippie surfer dudes. Oh now. yeah, played by the name of Peter Eastman, uh, who's a first-time listener. First time he's tuned in. Nice to have you on board, Peter. Welcome. We actually ran into Peter for the first time probably in a couple of years at the Servo down at Camden. He's, uh, he's a builder by trade and uh, doing some work just around the corner from us. So it's good to catch up with him. Very good. And uh, welcome aboard, Pete. Yes, great to have you on board for the coverage. Three all, 19 minutes remaining first half. That's on the Lagood Services scoreboard. Lockie Huntington. One from one this afternoon. On the junction. 20 meter, 22 metres out, 15 metres in. I'm going to back him in here, Mike. Yeah, I'll back him in. Be on the shorts to, to slot this. Just on the, on the hope that I can stop the train. Oh, he's got it. The groans from the outer here at Wire Lane. Indicate how tight that was, but the I flags were raised. Been, uh, three metres further back, mate. He uh, he would have hit the yes, upright there. Yes, that, that was that was very tight, but the flags were raised. Six three, blacks lead it for the good services. Eighteen minutes remaining, first half. Where we need Camden to, uh, to really uh, push it up here and try and continue on with uh, the way they started in the first thirty minutes of this game or twenty minutes of this game. Been a good start from the Rams again. Let's see what the Blacks have got on offer here in attack. As I said earlier, precious few opportunities inside Camden Territory and even less inside the 22. But here's a chance out wide. Umu comes over the top with Afiaki to make the tackle. Sage still running into the big bodies. And he's there again. All the running Umu. Certainly not an old man Umu, that's for sure. Halfway line in front. My apologies to the listeners <laughs> for Mike's uh, joke there. 
Isles knocked it back. It's the kick away under pressure. Not a bad roost there. The home fans finding their voice early here this afternoon. Huntington, ball to the outside. That was Bark. Keft for Huntington. In one off, that looked like Donnan. Nice little combination, the 9 and 10 here, looking very sharp. Visitors, Camden, if they pilfered, yes. Well done. All out the back. Harold still with the ball. Yeah, they've towed ahead, but oh. batted back acrobatically. Aitken doing a little dosey do to the outside. Has support. Does he use it? Now he will. He finds Grant Isles down the western touchline. Back on the inside. It was a low ball for Aitken. He couldn't hold on. Now Parsons, the skipper, finds his fullback in Debs. Up the middle he goes towards the 22. Now the Blacks getting a little bit of territory. Looking ominous. Set it back. Chopping oh, tackle there on Jenkins. Had no time to get going. Huntington at second receiver, took on the line, wishes he hadn't. Popped it out the back. Hamden looking for the pilfer, not getting it this time. A high tackle there from Aitken, referee got it. Penalty advantage, Sage inside the 22. Parsons. Lewis over the top. Now Keft. Goes himself, Keft for the line, got there. Try to barrel, first try of the afternoon after 25 minutes. Goes the way of the number nine. Entertaining bit of play, lots of back-to-back -back phases from each team. Disappointing again though that um, Barrel capitalised. 11-3 for the good services, 25 minutes gone in the first half. Defence from Camden's been excellent this afternoon as we see here. In, in fact, that's uh, Brady Miller. Receiving attention from the trainer. Yeah, their, um, their alignment and defence has certainly been better than I've seen so far this year. I think they're just getting to getting towards the end of this half. They, they seem to have uh, just let a couple of those errors creep in where they're giving away penalties. Uh, I mean, certainly Barrel hasn't spent a lot of time in their half, and, uh, but when they get down there, now there seems to be a couple of errors that are creating the advantage for them, which is not serving Camden well because Barrel have been capitalising on that. Huntington to convert. Oh. He's missed that one. So there's the miss the Rams were hoping for. Remains 11-3, Camden Trail. All the good services. Wouldn't have minded seeing a couple of other players support Ian Hinton there in the uh, attempted charge down. We've had some of our favourite international guests chime in. The first, Jay Younger. Appropriate oh. on back to Camden Day. Um, yes. There you go. Some of his old juniors and senior teammates, Peter Simpson, Silver Bullet, etc. here today. And Mr Abu Dhabi's joined oh, as well. Hello Abu Dhabi. Always reliable. Yes. 
I don't know if he'd be able to to uh, to mark back to Camden Day with a a, a refreshment. Uh, he has all the spots sorted out, believe me, Mike. Oh, I'm sure he does. I'm sure he does. But uh, yeah, so, what, what is it about 9:30 a.m. local time over there? We see uh, another unforced error from Camden it there. Just. Kick just not going the 10 metres, going the shorter restart and just not uh, crossing the uh, chalk. So Once again, putting themselves under pressure. Scrum feed on halfway. Heft to feed this one in centre field. Stacked heavily to the left-hand side uh, barrel. Look at now, Donnan heals cleanly. It's Keft finding a man on the outside. That looks like Henry Yule takes on his opposite, pops it back. Now deep in attack here, Barrel. Inside the 22 and they're over. Two tries in quick succession. That's, uh, that's a facet of Barrel's game that's been, uh, been very good today. It's been their capacity just... Seems to always be someone there to offload to. And uh, the overlap there creating some room to move for Barrel. And uh, even though the tackle was made, there was plenty of guys scoring the try there. So it's 16-3 Barrel full of good services. 11.45 to the break. Been an up-tempo first half here at Wire Lane. Two tries in the space of... What's that, about uh, three minutes for the Blacks? Starting to extend. Huntington, similar position to his last kick on the opposite side of the field, though. 22 in, 22 out, 15 in. Huntington again charges it, this time... He did get it. The flags were raised reluctantly by the assistants, it appeared. Doesn't fill me with confidence, a lack of confidence. No, that no, no <laughs> there was a, a, a long cursive, uh, a cursory glance to confirm it did go over. Yeah. So it's 18-3 barrel, 10 and 50 remaining first half. Results from earlier today. I'm not sure if you touched on it. Second grade had a good yes. win. Yes, 12-10, I believe it was, over the Blacks. Third or fourth in a row. Yeah, so the, the uh, feature tonight at five. Third grade. Taking to the field under lights. Now let's go around the grounds in uh, Illawarra Rugby. Still five all, Vikings, Kiama. Campbelltown, 19, University, 5. Avondale 21, Tech Chars nil as we see Barrel through their number eight, Tim Lewis, a big run up field. That's the 22 metre line. Ball's been dropped, penalty advantage. There's the whistle. I think that was Brady Miller coming through on the ball there. Well, he had no right to make that sort of yardage. A couple of Cannon players falling off tackles there. Once again, they see themselves in a position with a penalty. And I get the feeling the referee might be uh, very close to reaching into his pocket before too long. 
Barrow must have called for the scrum. I suspect they have. So those scores around the grounds. Vikings in Kiama, 5 all. Campbelltown, 19. University, 5. Avondale, 21. Tektars, nil. And Shamrocks, 7. Shoalhaven, nil. They're the scores in Illawarra rugby around the grounds. Uh, checking in on Shoot Shield. No scores as yet. And the matches today, West, si West Harbour and Hunter at Dremoyne Oval. Western Sydney taking on Penrith in the Derby. I believe that's at Holroyd Oval this afternoon. Randwick and Easts at Coogee, that'll be a good one. Southern Districts and Warringah at Foreshore at 3.30. So they're underway after about 20 minutes. University and Eastwood in Mudgee. Mudgee, at fantastic. Glen, Glen Willow Stadium and at 4 o'clock. So I saw it build online. The Battle of the Bridge, Norths and Gordon at North Sydney Oval. I believe Sydney Uni have got a relationship with um, with um, the Western Districts and Rugby Union. Yes, they, it's yep. not the first time they've taken games out to the Central West. I know there was a game, might have been last year or the year before, out at Cowra. Cowra. Cowra Rugby Park. We've had Mark Nightingale chime in, 2013 Premiership winner. He's sorry he can't be here. He's on, he's, he'll be at the colliery tonight work. You know, I can assure you, Mark, some of your work mates, Dane Russell, Lee Russell and Daryl Hunter are having a good time on your behalf here. <laughs> and you we can see. tell him I'm still waiting for my quote on the roof. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Some work coming in for uh, Mark Nightingale roofing. Knock on from Barrel there. So the scrum feed to the Rams on their own five. Haven't had much of the ball lately. Hamden, so a good chance for them to get a little bit of possession, try and build a, a few phases. Uh, yeah, it looks like there's a... Don't forget you can hit us up on social media through the Camden Rugby Facebook page. You can also text us if you're inside Australia, 0490 403 933. That's our SMS line this afternoon if you want to hit us up. And I think we've got to try to barrel there. Yeah, strong scrum, spit out the back and um, barrel number nine again. Keft with a double. That makes it 23 points to three for good services. They've done it in a blitz here, the Blacks. Yeah, started to blow out. Three tries in, a in uh, nine minutes. It's a real concern. Peter Eastman just uh, having a reminisce about his 100th game for, uh, for, for um, Canada Rugby, which was against Barrel. And uh, I do recall, Pete, it was a very cold day and a... I believe there were a couple of backs, not just Ricky Taylor, that actually played in tracksuit pants. <laughs> well, it's un unlike the Highlands to have cool afternoons in midwinter. No. Very unlike them. So Huntington from out wide. Where's this one going, Mike? Uh, I'm going to say you'll slot it. That's... Uh, Oh, just crept over. They were quick on the flag that time. From our angle, it did look rather 
rather dubious, but uh, the two assistants had no hesitation in raising the flags that time. Yes, well, that was a very interesting one, Mike. We thought the other one was close. Well, that was even closer. Oh, my goodness, yeah. Look, a, uh, a number of the crowd shaking their head at that one. We've actually had a few dubious uh, calls in terms of the uh, conversions and penalties of Lado. <laughs> we have, haven't we? I recall there actually was a pitch invasion uh, when we played Harlequins because of a couple of decisions that didn't go their way. Camden on the attack here. Rare chance. Watson on the 22. Easy barking orders. Looks like Liney. Like Josh Fee. In fact, it might have been the skipper Windle. All out the back, cleaned up by Camden. Just in front of the 22. He can drive. Good run from Camden inside the 22. That's more like it. Sloppy ball out the back, gone back, referee said. Rams retain it. A pick and drive phase. Pitching forward. <laughs> working the backs, working the forwards back gradually. Aitken kicks. Hinton. No, can't get there, but he'll make the tackle and force them in goal. Five metres scrum Camden. That's more like it from the Rams. I didn't see the full back back there. It was a good option regardless. Nice little grubber kick on the left. Here the boys for F2 Sportswear. Proudly clothing MacArthur Sports Radio in 2021. Michael Blocker-Waitman watching. He is missed today on the uh, concourse here. He's uh, watching from wet Innisfail. Innisfail in the far north. Rainfall capital of Australia. <laughs> I see a, a teal and black shirt down in front of us here from our our near neighbours to the south. Yeah, the old white waratahs. Not fielding a team this year, I believe, the, uh, the dot-coms. Kelly from the scrum. Hinton wrapping around from his wing. Takes it down centre field about 10 metres out. Good pick up there. That was Windle. The one hand take. Easy. Afiaki. Now, Fee. Barrel defensive line certainly up quick at the moment, really pushing the boundaries in terms of offside. Brady Miller gave it out. They've kept it alive. Tend to play another phase here, Camden. The pressure. Watson. Kelly, Aitken in from fullback, shows it, sells it wide on the hop, pick up from Isles, takes on his man, beats one, beats two, Grant Isles! Does it all himself in the corner! Try to the Rams, two to the break, 25-8 full of goods. Well, Isles then just embarrassed the, uh, the left winger and the fullback. Now that number 14 was the one that was all fired up before. He, he was should have used a bit of his anger in that tackle because he was just bumped off. 
He's a good footballer, Isles. Looked really good last year. First time I've seen him this year, but everything he does, defence and attack, always full of effort. I mean, he made his intentions uh, well known there, though. He, um, he, he doesn't have a bad kick either, so he can chip the ball in behind as well, but... Uh, there was no way. That, that was under the arm, and he was just going full pelt. He basically said, you guys try and stop me. Stop me if you can. And they did not. No, they did not. So a bit of heart for Camden, with one minute, 13 seconds remaining in this half. DK about to attempt to convert this. From uh, previous form from the assistant referees, you'll only just have to get it somewhere near the post and it should be given. Kick is oh, surely, way, surely that went over. <laughs> Fractions in it, but waved away. Side 30 seconds to half time. 30 seconds on the clock. We don't want Camden to go to sleep here, so they need to tie this up. Now, as we mentioned earlier, I believe there's some juniors uh, down in the northwestern corner getting ready to make their entrance onto wire lane. Junior competition thriving at Camden. See the seniors, the big boys, go at it again. Time is up on the scoreboard clock. Referees watch now. Oh, not decisive there from Camden. No. All is up. Finally comes to ground. Barrel looking for the steal. And they'll get the scrum feed. Shane Neasy desperately trying to... Retrieve the ball for Camden. Yeah, just just absolute indecision there off the um, off the back of that ruck. I would have thought they'd have uh, they'd have shifted it pretty early there. Maybe put it on the toe downfield and um, go from there with only 30 seconds on the clock. Fitted one. Well, Camden got the better oh, of that scrum. Forced a knock Camden. on at the back. Penalty barrel. Holy dooly. I think uh, Shane Neasy might have been early. Ruling not bind uh, the. Uh, yeah, he's, he, he's called. He's, he's um, released the bind before the ball was out. Which. Um, yeah. Very marginal, you would say. Yeah, it was marginal. Um, particularly considering that Camden had actually um, broken them there and had them on the back foot. For mine, advantage goes to a team that's going forward in that situation, or the rub of the green rather than advantage. But I, I don't like this referee very much. <laughs> Your opinion has uh, changed? I told you it might. It took about 35 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> No, in all honesty, he's been pretty good. There's been a couple of line balls, but, um, yeah, he's not doing a bad job. So Huntington from about 27 metres. This is going right of the uprights, Mike. Okay. 
Right. Hasn't been striking them. It'll still point. go over, I reckon that one misses. <laughs> <laughs> that one there you go. right uh-huh. down the diddle. Well, a bit of advice online from Blocker is that the um, assistant referees need to stand at the bottom of the posts. Yeah, fair enough too. <laughs> and, uh, fair enough, Blocker. That's half time. We'll take a break here on MacArthur Sports Radio. It's Barrel 28, Camden 8. We'll have the second half after this. Stay with us. You're on the MacArthur's Sports Leader, MacArthurSportsRadio.com. Stay with us. We'll be back in a moment with more. Did you know you could lose your home and your pension when you help your children with money? Centrelink has rules about how you can use your home that you should know about. Get independent legal and financial advice before you give money to a family member. Call Seniors Right Service on 1800 424 079 for free and confidential legal advice. That's Seniors Right Service, 1800 424 079. If you need to get your uniforms in order for the next season, then make sure your first stop is F2 Sportswear. F2 Sportswear can design a new strip for your team with a range of sports covered, and we can do business wear as well. F2 Sportswear can produce a kit for the smaller squad right through to a full sporting or corporate wardrobe, with quick turnarounds on orders being completed in around four weeks. Head to f2sportswear.com.au for more information or a quote on your next uniform. F2 Sportswear are proud sponsors and clothing suppliers of MacArthur Sports Radio. As a father, I know how important medical care is for our children, especially those who are born premature or are critically ill. I've had the pleasure of dealing with Miracle Babies, a foundation established in southwestern Sydney who provide much-needed support for parents and families of these precious babies. Miracle Babies need your support to keep doing the wonderful job they do in supporting thousands of families each year. If you'd like to help, donate today at miraclebabies.org.au. MacArthur Sports Radio. Radio is proud to support Miracle Babies. Believe it or not, two out of five pedestrians killed on New South Wales roads are people over 60. So take extra care when crossing. Always cross at a pedestrian crossing or traffic lights and wait until the cars have stopped. Double check to make sure the road's clear. And remember, it can be hard for drivers to see you whether it's daytime or night. So make yourself more visible by wearing light-coloured clothes. Don't risk your life crossing the road. A message from the RTA, authorised by the New South Wales Government, Sydney. If you're a small to medium business looking to realise your full potential, then you need to speak to the team at Forte Financial Services. The team at Forte Financial Services can come to your home or workplace to speak to you about tailoring motor vehicle and equipment finance needs. Forte Financial Services can also tailor a home loan through the many lenders in the market as they look for the best deals for you. Head to fortefinancial.com.au or call them today to organise an appointment with the team and discuss your situation. Forte Financial Services are proud sponsors of MacArthur Sports Radio. In Australia, the Federal Police receive a report of a missing person every 15 minutes. National Missing Persons Week is July 28 to August 3. For over 100 years, the Salvation Army International Family Tracing Service has been locating missing family and relatives. Today, they have a 75% success rate. There is hope. To locate a missing family member or relative, call the Salvos International Family Tracing Service. 1300 667366. It's a free service. 
Over 48,000 newborn babies are born premature or critically ill, requiring specialist medical care each year in Australia. Miracle Babies Foundation supports families from a threatened pregnancy, the hospital journey and the transition to home. To show your support and help our tiniest and most vulnerable families, please donate today at miraclebabies.org.au. MacArthur Sports Radio is proud to support Miracle Babies. Sydney Single Parents and Mature Age Singles. If your children have grown up or doing other things, there's no need to stay home alone this year. Your local Parents at Our Partners has a lot on this month. Some of the activities include house parties, barbecues, social tennis, dinners and get-togethers. They have over a thousand affordable functions in the Sydney region each year. All organised by volunteers, single parents. If you'd like to know more, then check out their website at sydneysingleparents.org.au. A bushfire tip from the New South Wales Rural Fire Service. If you intend lighting a fire in the open for anything other than cooking, be aware that the bushfire danger period may be in force in your area. During the bushfire danger period, you need to have a permit before lighting any fire in the open. To find out if you require a permit, visit the RFS website, contact your local RFS fire control centre or local fire station. Get Firewise. Remember, bushfire prevention is your responsibility. Whether it's polo, playing kit or an entire club's apparel supply you need, make sure you get in touch with the team at F2 Sportswear. F2 Sportswear can design a new strip for your team with a range of sports covered, including football, AFL, rugby union and basketball. F2 Sportswear can produce a kit for as little as 10 units with quick turnarounds on orders being completed in around four weeks. F2 Sportswear are proud sponsors and clothing suppliers of MacArthur Sports Radio. Welcome back to MacArthurSportsRadio.com. This is the MacArthur Sports Leader. For all your sports news, head to MacArthurSportsRadio.com. But right now, let's get back to the team with more. And we're back here at Wire Lane. Halftime, Barrel 28, Camden 8. Joining me in the uh, commentary box is our club president, Richard Old. Richard, uh, alongside uh, myself at halftime been a great afternoon here at uh, back to Camden Day Richard a, a massive crowd here today oh a huge crowd here today like I don't know how many thousands are here there's, there's numbers everywhere and they've all turned up today to watch the under eights play barrel in the under eights game now at half time yeah the highlight of the day no doubt oh mate fantastic and of course later on tonight we've got third grade the stars under the stars yes as we see a break down from Camden dodges a high tackle the number nine and he'll go away. Will he score? Yes, he will. Oh. Great try. And the, the, the roars from the crowd. That'll be a great thrill for these, these youngsters. Oh, these kids love it. Every year we do this, the kids love it. They think it's absolutely fantastic. Uh, and they're the future of rugby. You know? It's what a uh, rugby Australia needs to look at. It's what clubs like us do with kids. Absolutely. A great, uh, a, a great stage for the... the Boys and girls, I can see at least one young girl out there as we see Barrel on the charge. Oh, that was a good tackle. That was a very good tackle. Well, they're going to go That's down the short the side. Barrel. Down the short side, pulled down a few metres from the line. The yeah, no, uh, so in the next couple of weeks, we, of course, uh, as I said last week, we've got the uh, Tech uh, game against uh, our seniors, and after that, we've got the game against the Clevelly Eagles. 
And I've been yes. led to believe there's been a uh, bit of trolling on uh, on oh, Facebook on, on about the socials, me. Has there? Yeah, from me, from some bloke called Jack Singleton. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, he's all talk this bloke behind the keyboard, one of his keyboard <laughs> warrior characters. And also I had to talk to Mike about last week how. Um, uh, people got upset with my uh, uh, person uh, who was uh, from a different religion who pointed his bum to the West. Ah, yes. I have to retract that. It was actually the West, and it was uh, something about a crack. Oh, I'm not right. too sure what was that. Yeah, but okay. I've had a look through religion, Mike. Okay, uh, okay. I'm led to believe a young bloke called Jesus in the Spanish world, or Jesus. Ah, yes, yes. He, he played fullback for the Jews. Ah, yes. I, I, Another I, bloke I, from Asia, a young bloke called Buddha. He was a oh, tight yeah. prop. Didn't he play for the Wallabies, Buddha? Uh, he did, Buddha. Back Andy. in the 70s? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. I, don't, I think the other Buddha was probably better, but anyway. Yeah, oh, oh, just, t- just a touch. <coughs> and, and, and I see Gregor's back today. He obviously come back from his uh, overseas jaunt. Yes. To the uh, funeral there in England. Yes. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, I was blessed to get an invite to that one, uh, Oldie. Oh, uh, mate, I was impressed. It were... The, uh, the Queen didn't actually want me to leave, but, uh, you know, I have commitments. She's, and, only, uh, she's only human, Gregor. Uh, indeed, as we see, Camden streak away for another try. So what's that, the, three tries to one? I'm, I, not, I'm not keeping I, count here. I think it might be. Uh, there's been a bit of a uh, rumble through the crowd that they uh, don't want this game to stop. No, let's keep this one going. And they reckon they just pulled first grade off right now. Yeah, let, let's keep going with this game. And let the... Uh, let the young rammers and the small blacks keep going. Uh, yeah, I, I think I, they're coming towards the end of the game now. Yeah, so I, I think time's coming to an end. And, yeah. Yeah. No. Look, and that's that. Yeah. And, the, and a huge round of applause for the under eights. And um, and also we've got coming up is the uh, shoot shield game on the yes, 29th of, of that. May. Only about four or five weeks <clears> away. The Pirates and the Two Blues yeah, here at so Wire Lane. Big, big for Shoot Shield out here. That'll be a massive afternoon of uh, football. And, of course, the curtain raiser. Uh, no mean feat in itself. Camden and Shamrocks. Yes, yes. The, the, the Rocks versus the Rams. That, that'll be a big one. That's at 1 o'clock on the Saturday afternoon. Actually, that'll be interesting because the Rocks haven't lost a game. And I don't know how they've inherited this bloke. He obviously lives in the area... Jesse Parahi, oh, yes. who was an Australian Sevens player yes. only, only last year, yes. just before COVID. So I'm He's pretty sure Jesse's going to see a lot of ball. <laughs> if he played so. for Camden, we'd give him the ball all day. Yeah, well, well maybe. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not going out and going to predict Camden to win ever again after I put the mocker on them last time, on boys. The kiss of death. As we see the small blacks put another try on the board. Yeah, so, I think um, that's going to be just about time, yeah. I think rugby was the winner on the day there, no Mike. Doubt. We've had uh, the first grade sides out ready to go for about five minutes <laughs> yes, now. So they're getting more than a little impatient. I would have blown the whistle if I was a referee and let both games go on at the same time. <laughs> well, there, I think there, we'll there take could the be score. No Camden's in front. We'll yeah. take the score. <laughs> There's the whistle from our referee. We're underway. Dane Kelly gives the ball a right slipper and away we go for the second half. Uh, Richard Old did uh, did make mention of uh, Jack Singleton uh, giving him a bit of a razzing online. Wanted to know uh, if we'd got rid of him or not. <laughs> and uh, I was talking to Jack the other day. He's actually prepared to uh, to organise a motorcade for President Old. <laughs> and uh, 
set up the assassination attempt. Yeah, well, uh, do we have a grassy knoll in Camden? Well, we oh, did have a grassy knoll. We did. It. I brought in Towren to get rid of them. <laughs> I did. I, I thought you might need CID for that. Uh, CIA, CIB, CIC, any any alphabet number will suit us. As we see uh, Bauer returning the ball from the kickoff there and uh, losing it forward just before halfway on the far side of the field. Still in the sunshine. Yes, the shadows lengthening here at Wyalane. A gorgeous afternoon. And, and a little known fact today, this is the curtain raiser to the main match. Well, yes, a well-known fact. The third grade game. It's, uh, yes. It'll be under the lights, as I said. Um, and I'm pretty sure some of these third graders have probably never played under the lights. This will probably be the only time they ever do. And I think you'll find that all games are played under the lights, Richard. It's just they're not turned on all the time. That's correct, Gregor. Obviously, you've been to the Grand Miller School of uh, Educational <laughs> on lights. We see Barrel on the attack here with some acrobatics. Ball work there. Ball behind the back. Oh, oh, he's he a good run for Tim eight. Lewis. He has been full of running and very hard to stop all day. Yes, hasn't he? There's the opening try of the second half. Only two minutes gone. That's the bonus point, 33-8. Actually, uh, after third grade tonight, the club's hosting a uh, marvellous man, uh, Zucchini Soup. They're going to be yes, playing I've, in the clubhouse. I've, I've heard about them. Yes, the Soup will be indeed um, trying to crack out some tunes. First time they played live for over 12 months, so we'll see how that goes. So oh, I think they'll be great. I understand there's I was a few people who are actually coming along just for that event. Wow. Well, I was in a band years ago, uh, Gregor, and uh, Mike was a three-piece band called Big Dick and His Swingers. Well, yes. Don't touch it, boys. No, I'm not. I have no intention <laughs> of touching it. <laughs> no intention at all. <laughs> Conversion was successful from Huntington, 35-8. All right, gentlemen, thank you very much. I, uh, I, they had a pretty impressive horn section, from what I understood. 35-8, barrel leads full of good services. Three gone, second half. All right, I've got to go back and do some uh, dignitary duties with... Well, you uh, go and do that. ...royalty and whatnot, but uh, you, keep up the good call, boys. And, no uh, worries. Don't let us stop you, Dick. <laughs> no worries. Richard Old, club president here at Camden Rugby Park. Yeah, never a, a dull moment here at Wire Lane on game day, that's for sure. We'll keep you on top of the social media action as well in the second half. Don't forget you can hit us on the SMS 0490 403 933 is the number. And also on the, uh, the Facebook page as well, you can drop us a line. Maxie and Gregor all over the socials this afternoon. I'm Mike Sheen. Great to be with you. Big shout out to James Rogan, who's uh, joined the commentary. He's a Kiama supporter. Couldn't get to the Vikings game today. He's, um, I think they might be out west. He's turned the coverage on. and he's, oh, Great uh, to have you on board. Yeah. He's having a listen in. Says he's enjoying the call. So thanks very much, matey. Nice to have you on board as we see Barrel putting a high kick in the direction of Ian Hinton, who took it nicely and rode the bump. Rode the hit well, the, the winger for Camden. Clean out comes from Barrel and looking ominous here, the Blacks. Yeah, they've, uh, they've come out to play in the second half here. I suspect they'd been given a, a rev up at half time. 
Well done, Brady. Good steal. Certainly needed that. Um, relieving penalty for the home side. The Rams player down. Receiving attention. Not a breath of wind here today. No. Pop down to ground level out of the uh, commentary box uh, during half time and uh, just not a sign. No, no I, wind. I, I stepped out uh, briefly at the break in a, a gorgeous afternoon. Has to be said. Do we know who won in the under eights? Did Camden fall? Uh, I believe the Rams did win. I think it was about four tries to one. Oh, Unconfirmed, but four, uh, three or four to two. Yes. Was in, in the end, the, the small blacks winning two tries. But the Rams certainly Cross. coming out on top. A couple of uh, shining young stars there. Yes. One uh, one one fellow in particular who. Uh, Took on pretty much the entire side. Got hit with a high tackle. Maintained Played his balance on. and uh, went on to score the try. Wasn't a young Gleeson, was it? I don't know. I'm not, I'm not, I haven't got the uh, teams list. Oh. Probably not, though. He, he had talent. <laughs> <laughs> he looked like he could step and run and he had it all. We'll have to pass that comment to Katie. Uh, yeah, it didn't go down in a screaming heap when someone <laughs> threw one round his neck. Kick for line from Camden. Sails into the green stand. Is that Timmy White running water down there for, for Camden? Yeah, it is. Timmy Monkey White. And he's, uh, he's thinner now than he was when I was coaching him. <laughs> Looking more like a 5'8 now, you're saying? <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's good to see Monkey back. He's uh, one of the stars of Golden Oldies last weekend, I think. And now, how did that go, Max? I'm glad you mentioned that. I, I was, uh, despite rumours to the contrary, I was not part of the Weathered Rams. <laughs> Outfit. I know there had been these vicious rumours circulating, but uh, I can confirm they were untrue. Uh, how was the Golden Oldies Day? It was fantastic. They had by all. Um, the three players I've spoken to have all whinged about Tuesday, waking up. <laughs> and, um, Peter Simpson had two days' holidays booked, and um, they came in handy, he said. So a good day had by all. Well, that's the main thing. That's what it's about these days. I think from Camden's perspective, there was a lot of, let's call it, younger golden oldies playing for the yes, first I'd, time. Yes, I'd so. heard that. Quite a quite a inexperienced golden oldies team, you could say. I'm sure they were showing the traditions at halftime. Oh, no, not only at halftime. <laughs> I believe it occurs mid-match, does it not? Certainly has on the very few I've seen. <laughs> yes. You find it actually starts before the warm-up. Yeah, quite possibly. Quite definitely the case. Yeah, I was actually keen to get along. I was going to have a run, but I was keen to get along that day. But unfortunately, caught up with um, musical commitments down the uh, way down the south coast, and we had a horror trip on the way home. And um, I, I was broadcasting last weekend down at Mittagong on the Sunday, and uh, had to take the scenic route coming home due to the uh, the, the long the school holiday traffic on the freeway. Put me a little unawares. Umu again, strong run. run from Umu. That's the 10 metre line. 
Hilly heaves it. Anywhere will do, he decides. Yeah, not sure about that one. It's not his best kick today, but he's chased well again, as he always does. Down the eastern touchline, here's a chance for Barrel. That looks like uh, it might be Gleeson, I think it was, or Donnan. That's the advantage to the Blacks. Now the forwards get in and roll over the 22. Set back. Huntington with a short ball. That was a 4B special. Sage, the dummy. Wasn't bought by Babies or Babies R Us or the Camden defence. Only a couple of metres out. Balls on the deck. Referees found a penalty. Got a feeling we might have a, a uh, Camden player taking a seat. Yeah, it's uh, hands all over that one. Going to be lucky. Because they did get a warning in the uh, latter part of the yep. first half. And so there we're going to see. Brady Miller. Uh, uh, which is not something we want to see. Certainly going to make it difficult from both a um, the side's perspective, but also the scrummaging. So down to 14 for the next 10 minutes, Camden. Straight away we have a scrum. What will happen here? Maxi? I think Josh Fee will go to hooker, uh, which it looks like he is. Um, and then uh, Tim Windle at number eight probably have to go to the breakaway. Go to the side. Yeah, or you're going to bring in a winger for breakaway, but uh, you're asking for trouble each way with how clinical this barrel backline is. Yes, we can do without the, uh, the 90-degree uh, breakaway <laughs> move. At this point in time, we can drop that one off. Yeah, I, oh. think, I think that's long gone. I think Mike Marino might have been looking at that technique earlier, Greg. Yes. He reached down and plucked him straight off the side of that scrum. So Barrel only a few metres out from the scrum win. Going to be hard to stop here. Camden plays slung to ground. Might have been Dane Kelly. And if they got it down, yes. Another uh. try to Barrel. Quite unfortunate. I'm not sure if those online are a part of the Camden Rugby email group. You can join up on the website, I believe. But um, a good article this week about the 1990s, Gregor, which you were synonymous with. Yes, I, I did see that on social media during yeah. the week. Played a few games during that uh, decade. Were you on the 1991 World Tour? or? I was indeed. It yeah. was. Uh, it's actually... Uh, I'd have to say it's one of the uh, sporting highlights of my life, that tour. Many a legend born out of that. <laughs> Unfortunately, uh, none of it has been able to be passed on <laughs> right. due to the, the laws of touring. Yes. But uh, I still get together with some, uh, some of the lads that were on that one and have a chat about some of the shenanigans. And where'd you just go on that world tour? Uh, we kicked off uh, into Hawaii and then on to uh, San Francisco was the first stop. Spent some time in uh, San Francisco. It was the only game we lost against San Francisco. Something to do with a bit of over-exuberance from the side that decided they'd go on a two-day bender. And uh, blokes were still coming in from the night before, turning up <laughs> onto the bus, taking us to the game. Of course, myself not included. No, no, no. Um, you were the... 
Yeah, in a uh, close fort one where I think we only went down by three points, but we certainly weren't on our game that day. Oh. Yes, and this referee now uh, doing his best to destroy his reputation. So it's 42-8. Barrel with the bonus point in hand. Kick finds touch just over halfway. Throw taken over the back. Heft Huntington has had a good afternoon. Fires it out wide. They've got options either way. Go down the wing. Good cover defence from the Rams there. All knocked loose. Darrell still have it though inside the 22. A short ball to the outside. Nice ball, Sage for Donnan. Penalty Camden. Haven't said that a lot this afternoon. Timmy Wendell with a steal. Now the next home game for Camden is actually in about uh, three weeks. Tektars on May 15. So they're away next week, I believe it's... Uh, let me just double check who it is. Uh, Kayama next week, away. And then a general buy on uh, May 8, which will be where they play the round one matches that were deferred earlier this year. All games on offer that day. Barrel head to Avondale. That'll be a tough task. Harlequins and Vikings at Harlequin Park. Another of the matches on offer. The Rams played their round one match. That'll bring them level on the ladder with everyone else. They went down 18-0 to Shoalhaven on that day. It's Angelella. Camden player down in back play. Is that uh, Umu? Either Umu or Afiaki. That's Umu. Umu. Oh, good tackle there. Oh, well, that's the what they legs. should have been doing with him every single time today, but unfortunately uh, they Henry haven't. Henry Yule for the corner, brings it around. Another one for the Blacks. There's a young Carter, tack, uh, Carter Tuck with that tackle earlier. I'm not sure where he came from. Does anyone know? No. First time I've seen him this year. Yeah, he played a couple of weeks ago. Um, I think it, was his, it may have been his first game. I'm not sure of his origins, though. Good young player. I will, uh, I will, uh, I will pass on one uh, one little event that did happen in San Francisco. Oh uh, yes, are we allowed to share this? this you can event? share, you can share this one. But, this one's um, okay, right? We ended up at a uh, the team after the game ended up at a pub called Pat O'Shea's. Okay, and as you can imagine, uh, the owner of Pat O'Shea's was um, very, very happy to see uh, thirty six. <laughs> rugby players turn up at his venue and start drinking. So, yes, in order to encourage um, another another drinking experience at his establishment, he gave us uh, one beer token for each player. Right. 
Huntington hooks that conversion, unsuccessful, remains 47-8. And uh, he handed them over to the Grand Ram one day, Monday, and um, another front rower by the name Peachy and myself were heading out the uh, next night, and we ran into Dave at the front door, and we said, Dave, <coughs> you got those tokens? You still got those vouchers from last night? And uh, he reached into his pocket and promptly handed over 36 tokens. <laughs> Peachy and I went down to uh, Pat O'Shea's and uh, had a very enjoyable set up on the stool with uh, about uh, 18 tokens each. <laughs> And the manager said, oh, that, that wasn't really my idea. <laughs> now, Peachy and I said, well, well you know. You, know. <laughs> you gave them to us, so we didn't here. get through them. I think we pulled up at 15 pints of Guinness each. Each. My goodness. And he was more than happy to uh, get us a taxi home. Yeah, I'll bet he did. And on those streets of San Francisco, which I have been on, uh, a taxi would have been a good way to get home, I dare say. Yes, indeed. Ran into Carl Morden on the uh, on the way home, and yeah. actually that establishment is where um, one Robin Williams oh, yes. used to drink. Oh, very good, the late great Robin Williams. Now we're talking about the 1990s and rugby in in Camden. Of course, it was in 1999. Uh, you were still uh, treading the carpet here at Wire Lane. That uh, running rugby in its initial form, began here. Yes, that seems like a lifetime ago now, Mike. <laughs> well, it was lifetime more than ago. a lifetime or three. It was more than a lifetime or three, I can assure you. And looking off to my left, I see, uh, is that big Adrian Mulhall? Huh? But, uh, we had some, I think uh, you've got Glenn Watson there. Oh, okay. Similar-sized gentleman and both pommies. Yes. <laughs> so I can understand the mistake. <laughs> yes. It was a, it was over 20 years ago, so... But yes, that was where we commenced our broadcasts. I do have some photos. I might see if I can dig, dig them up. But no, they're, they're all, they're all family-friendly. It's all good. But uh, some photos of our an initial broadcast... There you uh, go. Commentary box, which uh, you'd remember the old uh, grandstand. Well, I, grandstand. I, I remember back in uh, those days, we actually had megaphones. Yes. We didn't have any microphones or any electronic stuff. And no, uh, we... just shouting out through one of those old Hollywood director cans. Yes. Hoping people would hear us. Uh, I believe they heard us, that's for sure. They heard us, there was no doubt about that. Yes, we had some good times. I can remember pitching the idea in here in the uh, clubhouse uh, to the Rams in early 99. Our former esteemed colleague was part of the coverage back then. I was indeed, and uh, I, I have seen, uh, well, actually, uh, Kerry O'Hare is sitting uh, only about two metres from me. Oh, okay. So um, good to see her here. Yes. Uh, actually, uh, a bit of news on the O'Hare family too. One oh, of the yes. boys, uh, Callum O'Hare. Oh, yes. He's uh, now a father. Oh, congratulations. Had Excellent a news. Uh, baby boy about two days ago. Oh, well done. His uh, name is Cruz Ian O'Hare. Oh, lovely. Lovely to hear. Congratulations to all concerned. Yeah, well done, Callum. In the meantime, I think we have had another try to the Blacks. 
And if you had said to me, Mike, that with 21 minutes to go in the game, the score was going to be 52-8 based on what we saw from the Camden side in the first 25 minutes, I'd have said you're an idiot. <laughs> Tell you what, very disappointing, Gregor, but they did look good early. Yeah, they my look, word. looks very sharp early on. What we saw in that first 20 minutes of that game from Camden, I reckon they could compete with any side in the comp. But, Definitely. But they've fallen away, and uh, it's unfortunate. Huntington misses the conversion. It remains 52-8. But yes, there, there was uh, some interesting, uh, a couple of photos. Very primitive, you would say, our, our initial uh, facilities. Uh, phone lines being connected, and... I do recall. And the like. Uh, I'm, try I'm trying to remember... Did you come on board in the 99 season or was it, uh, was it in 01? We marked 20 years. Um, no, I think it might have been 99. I, I did see a former colleague of ours here. It was the first home game of the year in Steve McGrath. Yeah. Part of the initial commentary team. Long-time sponsor of us too, Steve McGrath. Sponsored third grade for a number of years. Got involved with the dot-coms for a while when they launched. Are we at full strength again now? Sorry, I wasn't following that. Yeah, back at um, full Brady strength. Moore. Brady Miller's in. Yes. Camden <sighs> so, certainly have, uh, I don't want to say collapsed, but... Uh, the effort in the, uh, since, what was it, about 25 minutes in, uh, been very disappointing from the... Oh, I think they've run out of steam a bit and they've certainly just lost that sting in defence that yeah. they had early on. I think if they'd kept that going, that opening 20-odd minutes, if they'd kept that going for the full afternoon, uh, maybe got a, a try or two early. They didn't uh, get their first try until just on half-time. They'd been able to get some of those points converted into uh, converted from their opportunities. They're going to keep the pressure on here, or are they going to just take another shot? Well, the last strike from Huntington was uh, rather average at best, low and flat, and uh, the less said about it, the better. I going think. Going for the line. Fifty-two eight. You'd keep going at them, wouldn't you? Yep. Be a lot of fun out there for them, unfortunately. Camden. Camden have fought really hard. Um, let themselves down in patches. Probably 60 minutes worth, but... Trust you're enjoying the coverage on social media this afternoon. Don't forget you can, mess, you can SMS the team if you're in Australia. 0490-403-933 is the number. Love to hear from you on this Saturday afternoon. Of course, you can drop us a line via the social media channels as well. Rams with the regular complement of eight. Back in the scrum. Yeah. 
We had Charlie Payne come on though for, um, for Young Twisty at Blindside Breakaway. Top notch. Jeremy Watson leaving the field. Scrum's becoming a little bit scrappy now, obviously, uh, both teams. Yes. Try to go at it in the, uh, in the scrummaging. Well, over 60 minutes worth of action there, so they've... There's been a fair few scrums, so yes. they're, they're both uh, probably getting a little weary. Takes on the line. That's better. It's been very impressive today. Jabe Zumu. Kelly on knee. Takes it and drives it. Can he find the line? No. Won't sit up for them. Debs. Solid at 15 this afternoon. Hinton claims it inside his 22. Decides... He's going to oh, put it on a, the slipper here. It's almost an old-fashioned kicking jewel. Yes. Followed through on the chase. Sage. Hemmed in. Huntington. Doubles back. Finds his second rower in uh, Bark there. Yeah. Now, good run downfield. Bark had a man on his right hip. Didn't go that way. Probably should have. Keft has been excellent at number nine this afternoon, but we've got a good advantage for... A barrel. And penalty comes to the visitors in the black jerseys. Staying offside. Yes, I didn't see that one. Fifteen minutes remaining here. Fifty-two eight the scoreline for the good services. Sorry afternoon for the home side. As we gaze upwards towards the uh, scoreboard, we see a magnificent waxing gibbous coming over the horizon. Yes. Can actually see the face of the man in the moon. You can. Another change for the Rams. Short ball, Sage. Yeah. Fit Sage. They won't stop him from there. That was far too easy from the inside centre. His name on the score sheet. Look a little bit like Camden's. It's not only on the ropes, but they are out on their feet at the moment. Would you say they're going uh, Big Daddy Brown style? Well, I, I, I wouldn't compare it to that because, no. uh, yeah, certainly this isn't the first round. No. Um, in terms of the game, I, I would have said uh, first first round of that first 20 minutes, Camden was actually on top. But um, yeah. they've certainly been uh, beaten and battered in the uh, in the last part of this half. Certainly have. Also changes made by the Blacks as well. This game well in their keeping. James Umu leaving the field. He was very strong that first 20 minutes. Then he didn't see a lot of action for the rest of the first half. And 
Since then, a couple of strong runs, though. Um. Seems to be sort of a little tentative in the rib area there. I hope he's, uh, he's okay. Certainly hope there's no cartilage damage there because those things are a real bugger to get over and can take a number of weeks. Extremely painful. 59-8, the scoreline for the good services. 13 minutes left in this one. So next week... Camden heads down the uh, down the freeway to Wollongong, and I believe it's Kayama awaiting the Rams at Kayama Showground. Crowd's pretty happy with the take from Mark Minter, former Camden player. Then, mm. I, I think they they're, they're screaming for a uh, penalty. <laughs> oh, good pickup! Might from have been Hunting clutching at straws there, but. Uh, yeah, they're hard to stop now, aren't they? Debs on the roll inside the 22. Penalty advantage to Barrel once again. And they get the call this time. And I get the feeling we'll see another player. Yep. There's a second yellow card. Well, that's got to be good for the game. Pick up who it is. I mean, it, for mine, if that was not foul play then why? Yeah. I mean, they're, they're only 51 points in front at the moment. So let's, uh, let's punish Camden by uh, making them play out the last 12 minutes with 14 men. Looks like uh, Topknot coming to the sideline and he's as bewildered as, it, bewildered as anybody. Can't understand Well, I said it. it at the start of the game. I'm not a fan of this referee. <laughs> and, um, yeah, he's not... Uh, He's not doing himself any favours in terms of his reputation. So Kayama next week down at Kayama. Then Tektar's two weeks after that on the 15th for the uh, big double header day at the end of May. Shamrocks at one o'clock and then Western Sydney, West Harbour, the two Blues and the Pirates, May 29 from 3pm. Another penalty to the Blacks. Cannon just needs to get someone out there to put a big hit on this bloke in the orange jumper. He's gone down a peg or two in the last 70 minutes. <laughs> Maybe 60. It was really good in the first 10. And that... Uh, that game that we're calling the first grade uh, team. Yes. Um, I, I heard from um, President Old that they're, um, they, they have actually uh, procured one of the tallest cherry pickers. Oh, wonderful. In the, in the Camden district. <laughs> For that game, so we'll be uh, uh, yeah. we'll be commentating from up in the clouds, Mike. Oh, wonderful! I, I know you love that sort oh, of thing. Oh, you know I do, Gregor. You know I, I, how much I, I love being up in the up in the the stratosphere. Is said a? Well, it's another try. Another try. Mm. Quite the cricket school coming up now. Certainly raised the bat. 
Yeah. Well, hopefully we don't see the helmet come off as well with 10 <laughs> minutes to go. Okay. We might be safe there. <laughs> We've got Ryan McIlmain thinking if the shoe was on the other foot, we'd probably agree with every decision. You're probably right, mate. <laughs> probably would. <laughs> Though it has become a little bit dis more disjointed in the second half. The referees are still standing, the touch judges are still standing 20 metres back from the posts. Inversion was successful, makes it 66-8. All the good services. Huntington has had a day out with the boot. Let's see how many he's kicked. Nine goals in total, six conversions and three penalties. He's had a good afternoon. On well over the 20 points with the boot then. Well, six conversions is uh, 12 and another nine makes 21 off the top of my head. Plus, a, sure there was, a, was there a try in there? I yeah, there I think was. he did score as well. Oh, and at least the referee's consistent. <laughs> I think the, the fair thing to do here would be to march oh. Camden 10 Which he and has done. then probably send someone else off. He's done. He's, uh, I reckon he's got the three points for Barrel today. Uh, he's performed well, very consistent. See if, if the Rams can... Uh and muster a try in the dying minutes. Wholesale changes continue to be made by Barrel. Yeah, Fancy Donnan coming off. Yeah, it's Barrel's president, Fruey, coming on. Not sure if he's still the president these days. He certainly was for a long time. The Rams up towards halfway and over. And easy for Kelly. Runner on the outside. Camden seemed to have fired up a little bit there. Like to see a bit more of this. Maybe finish up with a try. Kelly, good short ball. Set back nicely. Kelly goes into scrum half, keeps it alive. He's liney. All comes up off the arm, play on. Surely that's above the horizontal referee says yes he agrees Kelly to the outside Windle the skipper pops it out the back Looks like Aitken towards the corner the fading sunlight well I think he's got a maintain advantage here because that that was indeed dangerous play court side of the five he can drive only a couple of metres out now. Here comes the penalty. And if he's uh, true to form. Yep, there it is. So consistency at least. Barrel will finish with 14. Camden have 14 for another couple of minutes. 
Yes, we didn't have too many options there. I think the referee, I mean, well above the, the 90 degrees there. Looks like uh, Jimmy Corumbus is on the line, Gregor. Something about a paella. Yeah, Jimmy's sent his apologies in. The only joy he was going to get today is the paella he's getting off Vaughan McGuinness this evening, he says. Oh, there you go. I did. I was talking to uh, Vaughan McGuinness earlier, and uh, he was saying that there was a big paella cook-off happening uh, down at his place this evening. So the Rams only a couple of metres out. Is Hinton gets over for a second. I was going to say, if they gave it to him, he'd be hard to oh, stop no, from that distance. That's his first of the day. School teacher given a bit of a lesson today, but the Rams host a second try. 66-13 is the score. Full of good services. Inside five to go. It's interesting to see someone with a degree in the back line, actually. You normally find that those, uh, those sort of qualifications are reserved for front rowers and second rowers. Occasionally you'll see a diploma uh, level hanging off the side of the scrum or at number eight. But generally university qualifications are uh, reserved for the tight five. I'm just looking along the line here in our commentary box. Uh, quite consistent comments. We've got um, a master's degree in the commentary box who was in the front row and maybe a diploma who was in the back row. And, uh, <laughs> and, the a, only other, and a BA in the middle. And a BA in the middle. Well, there you go. Fairly accurate comments. I'm sure Michael Waitman would agree. <laughs> Absolutely. As we see the thirsty thirds making their way towards the rooms. I do note the Camden second second row in Thirsties tonight is about 90 years of age. Yes. With um, Andrew Redmond and uh, Matt Searle packing down together. I thought I saw him Searle in the uh, in the warm up. Yes, he was. Uh, he had a game last uh, last week. I think it was his first one back for Camden for a while. And I did see Redders today, but I had no idea that the old man was going to pull the boots on. Oh, he is. He did it last <laughs> week. He can't give it up. 47 years of age, and oh, he dear me. looks about 34. There's hope for us yet, Maxie. There is, mate. Start playing water polo. Start rugby <laughs> later. That's the key in that one. Yeah. Redders was a very you, good water you polo that player last week. Yes. So it's 66-13, officially three minutes remaining on the clock. The Rams, can they steal a bonus point? Can they pinch a bonus point late? Got numbers to the outside here. Afiaki has Hinton. Does he draw the fullback? No, he'll take on the cover. I'll set it back. All spills out the back. And gets him to clean out. And a mile offside. Penalty advantage. The crowd howled for the penalty, and the referee indicated likewise. Penalty advantage for the home side. Kelly takes on the line. 252 games of experience there in the number 10 shirt. Here's the penalty. Home fans offering their. Their thoughts on our, our whistleblower this afternoon? The question for mine is, you reckon Barrel have switched off a bit? Or do you reckon Camden's actually, for some strange reason, decided to turn it on in the last 10 minutes? I think it's a little bit of both. 
Uh, with uh, Camden, uh, with Barrel rather, bringing off the likes of Donnan and Yule and these types. Yeah, sure. I think they've certainly lost a little bit, but I do think Camden have lis- lifted in the last 10 or 15 minutes. They certainly have uh, lifted the intensity late. I think their confidence is back, just linking a few passes together um, in saying you that. You could stop a semi-trailer, oh, Maxie Fairdinkham. Certainly could. You could stop a semi-trailer, mate. Honestly, a B-double. Certainly could. Captain Courageous dropping one out from the back of the line out. You're on fire today, big fella. Yeah, do my best. <laughs> I don't think he'd be happy with that. Was it the easiest ball in the world? I, I can see you and the assassin tonight. Uh, oh, at the Royal Hotel. No, 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 in here with the post Oh, of course, zucchini. Soup. Uh, zucchini soup, yes, look look forward to that very much. I, I can see you and the assassin uh, tearing it up tonight. Then off to the sponsor, of course, of after course. that at the Royal with, Hotel. And, and no doubt King of Camden will be there too. Oh, the King will be at the Royal. Yes, yeah. I have no doubt. Good night to be had at the, uh, the Royal. Surely that went forward. It's gotten a little scrappy in the last five minutes. Camden back to 15. Uh, the top knot man bun back on the field. This one well beyond doubt. A nine try to two display from the Highlanders. Up quickly on the skipper, Windle pops it out the back. He thinks a little too quickly there, but... Uh... Time is up on the official clock. We're on the referee's watch now. Final minutes of this one. Check those final scores around the Illawarra afternoon okay a couple of interesting scorelines Kayama 25 Vikings 24 at Viking Park those other ones again Campbelltown 45 University 19 Avondale 47 Tektars 14 and Shoalhaven 15 Shamrock 7 Two tries to one in favour of the Shoalies. The Shoalies have been strong by the look of things this year. Been was that at Shoalhaven or was that Yes, it was. Yeah. Down in Nowra. Well, I think they trailed 7-0 early on, didn't they? Mm. So the match is in round six next week. University host Avondale. That will be the end of proceedings, I think. Yes, there it is. Full time here at Wire Lane. Barrel 66, Camden 13 in first grade. A disappointing result for the home side this afternoon. Nine tries to two in the end. As the boys shake hands post-match. Disappointing end to proceedings for the home side today. Uh, boys, they really did start well. The first 20-odd minutes, they really uh, put it to barrel. But after that, it uh, 
seem to fall in a screaming heap. Yeah, they fell away, certainly. Uh, the signs were there with about 10 minutes to go in the uh, first half. But uh, we were kind of hoping that they would come out and uh, re-energised. Unfortunately, it was a, a little the other way around with um, Barrel really coming out full of running and uh, yeah, doing the damage early on. So, yeah, I don't know what to say except from what we saw in the first 20 minutes, there's potential there for these guys, but uh, they got some work to do. Now, I'm just going to check the... If you guys don't mind... Uh, uh, you have some other commitments. I have some other you, commitments, so yes. I might leave it with you and Maxie for the post-match interviews. Okay. I did uh, actually catch the post-match interviews uh, last week, and uh, I'll tell you what. <laughs> there uh, was Maxie, a garden mate, path he's got a good he He's got a good head for telly, mate. Yeah, that's... He's, uh, he's a sharp-looking cat, and, uh, yeah. yeah, mate, he asked all the right questions. It's been great being with you today, boys. We'll see you in a couple uh, of weeks. Uh, mate, yeah, well, I'll catch you a bit later on when you're on the mic having a sing, mic. <laughs> Thank you, Gregor. Thank Cheers, you, mate. Gregor. Hooroo. Gregor McKenzie joining us. For the call this afternoon, uh, Maxi, yeah, your thoughts on today? Uh, wrap it up? Disappointing, I think. Um, excellent start by Camden. Looked strong against a very clinical barrel team, and they fell away as the game went on. Uh, combination of repeat phases by Barrel, uh, some very good passing, and just some missed tackles by Camden. I think they'll be very disappointed, though. Hopefully, the, a win's not too far away. Yeah, we'll see if we can. Uh round up a, an interview or two post-match. Uh, so th those other scores from around the Illawarra world, try and put those into the uh, into the system and bring up the live ladder for you following round five action this afternoon. As we prepare for third grade to take to the field, a little unusual to have a match after our, our feature match during the afternoon looks like Shoalhaven might be homing that one they're 18-7 to the good over Shamrocks uh, Avondale 47-14 over Tektars Campbelltown comfortably 45-26 over University and uh, that one down at Coniston that's a tight one 24-25 Kayama a nostril in front in that one, so we'll see if we can uh, do the the sums on the run and uh, bring you the uh, what we believe will be the live ladder. Might have to just uh, nurse things here for a moment while I do the do the running tally. As third grade make their way onto the field, so we'll do these. Totals on the fly. So just bear with us. Been a tough afternoon for the home side again. It was 43-13 last week. And Bauer will record their, their third win of the season. Certainly collect a bonus point here this afternoon, so that'll lift them to 15 on the ladder. Hoping we can uh, confirm these 
Live scores as we go. So we'll put these in tentatively and uh, see what we can come up with. So Maxie's back upstairs. Yeah, now uh, I think you've got an interview there, Maxie. Yeah, I certainly do, Mike. We've got... Uh Mike, we're uh, joined here. We'll just wait for Justin. Just uh, finalising the uh, technical arrangements here. All right. We'd just like to thank uh, Mark Minter from Barrel for joining us. For those that don't know, Mark's a former... Um, New South Wales country player, also part of the 2013 first grade premiership team for Camden. Um, you're back at your previous home, your original home, Mark. The original one, yep, yep. Back at the Tulips. How's yeah. it all going? Good game today. Yeah, not too bad. It's um... oh, not uh, injury free yet, so uh, did, I've had one week off due to a neck injury, but it's good, be, good to be back and play in front of you guys again. And yeah, it's a great club to be uh, been playing in front of. So. Strong forward back today, lots of young guys, but a very yeah. clinical back line. Yeah. All barrel locals, are you finding them from elsewhere? No, yeah, they're all barrel boys. So, yeah, we've um, been working over the last probably five years with these guys. So, it's, um, yeah, after that 2018 win, which was great for the club and boosting numbers again and, and the confidence of the area. And it's, yeah, pretty well the same sort of crew and a few, um, few boys in and out. But, yeah, generally, all in all, it's the same same setup. So. Excellent, mate. We yeah. saw the old man out there today, Fruey. Still yeah. president out there at Barrel. Yeah, no, he's still pulling the boots on. He's going well, and you'll probably see him in the third grade match too. So, yeah, no, he's, um, he's going great guns, done wonders for the club, and, yeah, build it up well. And, and the extensions, I don't know if you guys have been around yet, but... Yeah, the second stage of extensions are on the club, so it's yeah, it's great um, atmosphere, and it'll be good to get you guys around the second. Uh, second I think round. we might have to uh, might have to look into that. I think we'll talk to the uh, the powers that be and see if we can organise that uh, that road trip a little later in the season. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, no, it'd be good. I'll uh, uh, bus trip up and yeah. bring the dancing <laughs> shoes to the cliche, <laughs> right, shall yeah. we? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah bloody yeah. Hey. No, it'd be good. Yeah. Good time around. So. Excellent. Thanks very much for no, coming to Ken Rugby Park today, love it, mate. Love it down here, so yeah, or up here, so. Good be. Thank you, Mark. Thanks, Mark. Congratulations on the win, Mark Minter, joining us post match here on MacArthur Sports Radio and uh, running rugby. Maxi, we'll uh, we'll wrap it up here. And uh, yeah, disappointing result for the the Rams this afternoon. Barrel far too classy. Far too classy. Very clinical in the back line, like Mark said. Five years of work going into that team. They have won a first grade premiership. They from Camden. They look good in patches. The win's not too far away. Some good players in the team. So probably rugby's the winner today. Big crowd here at Cairn Rugby Park. And, um, yeah. and, and, and the highlight for many would be the under eights match at halftime in first grade. Well, the promise is there. <laughs> the worry is where they're coming from. Are can, they please those kids winning? Can, can we bring them up quickly? How soon can we put them into grade? Oh, we're bringing them through. And I think a couple of second generation children there playing. Yes, it's very no pleasing doubt. to see. No doubt. On that note, thanks for joining me. Thank you also to Greg and McKenzie who joined us for the call this afternoon. I'm Mike Sheen. Thank you, everybody, and we'll see you next time for more running rugby. Thank you.